It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Hi there. Welcome once again to Prices at the Pumps. I'm Scott Squires. Pleased to be joined by energy expert Dan McTagg, right here on the Salt Wine Network. Dan, again, uh, as always, a few things we want to chat about today, but let's jump right in to what consumers want to know most, and that's where are prices headed in this region over the next couple of days? What are you seeing? One expression, fill her up. You're going to see an increase of about six cents a liter, maybe a little less, maybe a little bit more uh, for uh, for uh, New Brunswick, for Nova Scotia, for PEI. You're going to see about seven and a half cents a liter increase for uh, for Newfoundland uh, on Thursday. So Friday, uh, either way, you're going to be looking at some pretty big increases. Diesel will see the same, about a five cent increase, maybe a little bit less. It really depends on the, the days in which the uh, various regulatory authorities use uh, to determine the seven previous days and give the average. But uh, the past couple of days have not been great on the markets. Uh, we've seen as a result of the U.S. Fed uh, moving to promise higher interest rates that uh, that's got markets really nervous about demand destruction. Uh, while last week we saw oil move up from 74, 75, 76 bucks a barrel all the way to 80, 81 dollars a barrel for WTI, five dollars more for, uh, for for Brent. So that was last week and we're going to pay for that increase that we saw. But uh, we could also see prices taper off next week. In other words, just remain where they are until the dust settles. And, you know, some listening and watching to this may wonder, well, why do Dan and Scott reference what's happening in the States so much with their reserves and their uh, supply and their prices and their interest rates? Maybe just revisit again quickly why uh, it's so critical to know what's happening stateside and how it does affect us here in Canada. Well, that's a good point, Scott. Uh, the United States is the benchmark for all commodities globally. Now, there are some exceptions, and that is going to be challenged over the years. But generally speaking, with prices here in Canada, 
the U.S. energy market, which is 10, 12 times our size, is the one that really determines price. And we are simply price takers, even though we produce enough energy and we, in fact, are net exporters in some regions of the country, especially the West. The reality is that uh, the price that we pay is very much based on uh, U.S. prices. And of course, the big variable in all that is the Canadian dollar. If we had, as we saw in the past, the protection of uh, the Canadian dollar, the so-called petrodollar, where the Canadian dollar kept pace with the value of the U.S. greenback, well, then, you know, the hit and the impact on all commodities for the price of Canadians uh, were rather modest. Uh, that is no longer the case. Uh, the Canadian dollar has become quite decoupled from the U.S. Uh, dollar. And as a result, for gasoline, you're paying a premium of about 27 cents a litre. You can imagine the premium you're paying for every other commodity that we consume, whether that's plastics or whether that be mining products or whether that be farm products or wood products. Anything that we consume here in Canada is always priced based on the U.S. dollar. So what happens in the United States matters not just for fuel, but for all of our commodities. And policymakers really need to clue into this because they spend a lot of time looking at the reasons for inflation. I say it's very simple. When you prevent energy prices, energy, energy like oil and gas from getting to international markets, markets that desperately want our products, no one's interested in buying Canadian dollars. And as a result, the Canadian dollar is losing value. Just this week alone, uh, if I look back uh, when you and I last spoke last, uh, last week, the value of the Canadian dollar was 136 pennies, but you won US dollar. It's now 139. So we're 138, 139. So you're seeing a bit of devaluation of the Canadian dollar. And that is, in fact, in a very quiet, very hidden way, driving up the price of everything, one or two percent in one week. So you can imagine uh, when everyone's saying, well, why is this inflation happening? No one has any money. Keep fooling around with your inability to get products to market that the world wants, and you'll wind up uh, having to spend a lot more driving up inflation, having nothing to do with what we're doing here in Canada. You and I were chatting for a couple of minutes before we started recording today's episode of Prices at the Pumps for the Saltwire Network. And I was mentioning that, you know, it came out today that the Bank of Canada is holding the line on interest rates, but you mentioned that the U.S. is rising. And again, what's the importance of the correlation between what the U.S. does with their interest rates and what Canada does with our interest rates? If only the entire country were listening right now to the Saltwire Network with Scott Squires and uh, prices at the pumps, if only. If the United States proceeds with increases, as uh, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell indicated uh, on Tuesday uh, that he would, and Canada sits by and doesn't raise interest rates, there is going to be a run on the Canadian dollar, on the loony. And that is likely to see the Canadian dollar uh, weaken from 137, 138 pennies to buy one US dollar to 142, 143. It will compound the inflationary spiral as it destroys our purchasing power, at least it erodes it, not completely destroys it. So if you have that kind of a policy, I saw this play before 30, 40 years ago, if we don't follow the United States when it comes to energy prices, or in this case, in case in terms of monetary policy, uh, no matter the consequences, the consequences can be far more severe. Again, you're not hearing it from any medium. The only one that's going to be talking about this in, in days to come, and we'll be able to come back to this particular program and say, wow, they were right, um, is here in Saltwire Network. The reality is that we need to look very carefully at all of our policies and their implications for the Canadian dollar because it's hurting Canadians in ways they would never know, and more importantly, leading to higher interest rates. And Dan, there's so many factors that can cause a change in the price of energy, whether it's an upward push or a downward push. 
But from right now, what you're seeing on world markets and domestically, what's the biggest factor that's affecting Canadians as they go to the pumps or they order home heating fuel or other means of energy? I think we have an opaque image of what the market looks like. Is it undersupplied? Is it oversupplied? Is there too much demand? Is there not enough demand? Those four areas, I think, drive all commodities, but most importantly, energy prices. Now, there are ancillaries to that. I've talked a little bit about the Canadian dollar. We talked about uh, you know, uh, taxes that go on fuel. But the reality is that the biggest concern is the market does not seem to be in a position. The energy markets, the equities markets do not seem to be able to fully comprehend the magnitude of several years of uh, environmental, social and governance uh, mandates to restrict capital to producing new forms of uh, oil and gas discoveries. And as a result, we're likely to see prices move much higher for reasons that uh, were completely lost over the years in the belief that we could simply wish away uh, with a magic wand, oil and gas, and somehow have this, you know, this whole new idea of uh, the great reset or the build back better or the just transition, call it what you want. But without uh, knowing the real true fundamentals on oil and gas, we're flying blind. And I think worse, energy markets are making a big mistake in assuming that high interest rates have an effect on uh, energy prices. They shouldn't because they're not related. If anything, in the United States, the response by Fed Chair Powell to the uh, uh, to better economic news, which will mean more demand, not less, uh, is a way of ensuring a, a lose-lose proposition, not just for Americans, but for Canadians as well. I remember once upon a time when I was a much younger fellow and I was having my first vehicle and, and thinking about how much money I had to put in my car for gas that day or that week. Uh, typically, I would look and say, okay, the price of a barrel of oil is this. So gas is going to be around this. Oh, oil went down. Oh, gas is going to go down. Oh, oil went up. Gas is going to go up. At that time, when I was a much younger individual, was that too much of a simplification of the process? And what was it like back then? And is it as simple now? You know, does it simply, oh, the oil barrel is going up, price is going to go up, barrel goes down, price goes down. I guess what I'm asking is, is that how much have the factors changed over the last, you know, three decades? Well, during the summer months, so I would say April to September, oil may move in any direction, but that's not the relevant market. Gasoline has its own market, its own, you know, runs its, on its own steam. Uh, it becomes more connected to uh oil's value connects more to gasoline during the winter months uh and that's probably why we tend to be more accurate in the winter we see oil going up gasoline has to go up but not so in the summer and there are many occasions i would say at least in a third of the cases where i've seen oil drop and gasoline prices surge ahead so it's really based on the fundamentals of supply uh, and of course, uh, whatever demand happens to be, given regional or local circumstances uh, on a regional North American basis. So that's why uh, it's hard to pin that down uh, specifically. And there are a lot of other moving parts, as I mentioned earlier, a lot about the Canadian dollar uh, taxation policy. And of course, uh, some will see a circumstance, as we often do, say on the, on the West Coast of the United States uh, and Canada, where, uh, you know, supply disruption on a, in a pipeline um, in uh, Washington state will, you know, inordinately affect the price of gasoline in Vancouver and really cause prices to shoot up as much as 20 and 30 cents a liter in one fell swoop. So there, it really depends on the, the area that you're in. They're not linear, especially during the summer. 
Dan, we always appreciate your input and your expertise here in Prices at the Pumps on the Saltwire Network. But when you're not hanging out with me here, where can folks find you? Yeah, Gas Wizard. Gas Price Wizard is where you'll find me on uh, on Twitter. Um, you'll also find gas prices on gas uh, at uh, gaswizard.ca. And of course, policy. And I've done a lot this week on just transition uh, uh, with respects to how damaging that will be for the economy. That you can find at for, uh, Canadians for Affordable Energy. And the site, of course, is affordableenergy.ca. Any kind of interaction, we always appreciate it. Dan, great to chat with you again. Enjoy the rest of your day. Have a wonderful weekend. And uh, we'll get together and do all this again next Wednesday. Looking forward to it to be here again on Solar Network, Scott. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Dan. Take care. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.